Welcome back to the Walsh League Out podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walsh. Today I will be discussing what I saw from the NFL preseason week one action. Let's start with New England versus Washington. When I look at New England versus Washington, a couple things stood out. Antonio Gibson's usage is very good to see. He was targeted multiple times. He had a couple rushing attempts. Fitzpatrick looked like he's going to rely on Gibson. Now, I'm not saying, like, reports are saying that Antonio Gibson is the next Christian McCaffrey, but I look at Antonio Gibson as a potential second to third round target in your fantasy draft, and he should have a good return on investment. You do have to worry about the turf toe coming back, but at the same time, it seems like it's manageable for the time being. As for the Patriots side, Mac Jones looked legit. He was accurate, threw a good ball, and he just was quick on his feet, throwing with precision. He, I think, has the upper hand on Cam Noon right now to be the Pat Stein quarterback for week one. Uh, he has a great pedigree at Alabama. Uh, he looked poised in the pocket. Uh, we'll see how week two goes against the Eagles, but uh, I really like Mac Jones' uh, potential in this offense. And then a brief note, Ramondre Stevenson uh, went off, scoring a couple touchdowns. But uh, he reminded me of LeGarrette Blunt out there, and uh, that's a great comparison to have for a Patriots running back. The thing with Patriots running backs are... You can't trust Billy Belichick uh, to have a definitive starting running back. So buy low on Ramondre Stevenson in your fantasy league. Maybe a late round pick. See if he gets any starting reps in week one and uh, cut him if not. So we move on to Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts loves his tight ends. Uh, Zach Hurts and Dallas Goddard were getting peppered with targets. Hurts looked good, not great. Uh, Still needs to work on some of his accuracy. But he's going to be a great dual threat quarterback for your fantasy team. Uh, A Konami code quarterback, if you will. Uh, Najee Harris, for the Steelers, is going to eat. Uh, He is going to just get carry after carry after carry. Uh, He is going to be a workhorse back even has some PPR upside with his catching ability if Big Ben does find him. Uh, I think Najee Harris is a solid second-round pick uh, in fantasy for your fantasy team. And then finally, a fun little note, uh, Quez Watkins uh, had that screen pass he caught from Joe Flacco, and he took it to the house. Uh, Immense speed. Uh, With a couple injuries, Quez Watkins could climb up the Eagles' depth chart and uh, could really shine for the Eagles. And I just think there's a little bit of sleeper appeal with him, but, like, the tiniest, tiniest amount. Uh, When we get to Friday's games, I found nothing of note to talk about on Titans-Falcons since it was kind of a mediocre game. Uh, Youngway Koo did uh, miss a field goal, so there's that of note, I guess. But let's move on to Lions versus Bills. Uh... Devin Singletary is a buy low. Uh, He looked good. He looked uh, fast. Good agility. He... He's underrated. I think he's a solid RB2 if you go wide receiver heavy early. 
I want Wom as my RB1, but I definitely would take him as an RB2. Uh, Bills kicker Tyler Bass kicked a bevy of field goals, and I think he's going to be one of the best fantasy kickers this season. Now, some leagues don't play with kickers. You know, some don't even care to play with tickers. Uh, <laughs> kickers, pardon me. But uh, Tyler Bass is definitely a top five fantasy football kicker. Up there with uh, Bucker and uh, Tucker. Uh, in my opinion, the Lions are not going to be reliable for fantasy points. This is a rebuilding process. Uh, they knew what they were doing, training for Jared Goff. I just I don't see a lot of upside in investing in the Lions for fantasy. Uh, DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson at most, but you're not going to be able to rely on their points week in and week out. But if there's one Detroit line that I like for dynasty and sleeper appeal, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, the USC wide receiver, uh, now rookie for the Detroit Lions, really showed some great skills. And uh, we'll see how he does this week against the Steelers. But I I think Amon Ross St. Brown could climb up the depth chart. That is littered with just has-beens of the NFL. Let's talk uh, Cardinals-Cowboys. Rondell Moore, uh, late-round flyer. Uh, They were giving him targets. They were giving him carries. He was a dual threat. He was running and receiving. Uh, In my league of record, I took Rondell Moore as my last uh, positional pick before my kicker in defense, and uh, I really am looking forward to seeing how he is utilized this week uh, against the Chiefs. But uh, I really think Rondell Moore could be a great value for your fantasy team. Michael Gallup could be your wide receiver three if you want him to be. Um, He's not Lamb, he's not Cooper, but he's definitely third on this pecking order. And uh, I think he could be a very good bench piece for your fantasy team. And then uh, finally, Matt Prater, a.k.a. Beer Money, the Arizona Cardinals kicker, formerly of the Detroit Lions, won me $35 because, well, gamble responsibly listeners, but I uh, bet the under on all three of the Friday matchups, and uh, he completed my trifecta, and I won the $35 buyout uh, with a $5 bid. So, yeah, thanks, Beer Money. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate you. Let's talk a little bit about what we saw on uh, Saturday's action. Uh, Justin Fields, as we talk about Dolphins versus Bears. Justin Fields looked good. Uh, Man, two touchdowns, one on the ground, one through the air. I mean, it was a broken play, and Jesse James was wide open. But uh, Justin Fields reminds me of Cam Noon. Yes, they both wear number one, but just the sides, the size and speed of Justin Fields, he just gives me Cam Noon vibes. And I just, I really think he takes over the Bears' uh, quarterback position by week six. I just don't think Andy Dalton is cut out to be the Bears starting quarterback when you have such an electric young man as your backup quarterback. Uh, Tua Tunga Viola looked good. He 
he's a little... He's still getting there as an NFL quarterback, but he looked better than last year. Um, and if you play in a super flex league, I think Tua would be a great second or third quarterback on your roster. Pair him up with a Tom Brady or a, you know, a Kyler Murray or something, and you could have a great investment and a buy low because some people are out on Tua after he had injury issues and accuracy issues in his first year. And then the Dolphins' backfield is a do-not-want. Malcolm Brown, Salvan Ahmed, and Miles the Gas Man Gaskin are all going to split carries in this backfield, according to Coach Brian Flores. So you're never going to know who you want to start each week. And that is not good for fantasy. I think Gaskin still has the most appeal as a PPR running back, but I feel like Malcolm Brown's going to steal his goal line work. Salvin Ahmed, pardon me, is probably going to get some work his own. Um, I would just not invest in the Dolphins' backfield if I didn't have to. Let's talk about Broncos versus Vikings. And uh, I'm just going to talk about the Broncos because the Vikings did not play any of their starters. Uh, Drew Locke looked good. I mean, it was the Vikings defense, second stringers, but he looked accurate. He threw a great deep ball to the next guy I'm going to talk about, KJ Hamler. But Drew Locke looks like he's winning this quarterback battle between Teddy Bridgewater, but we'll see how week two goes when I believe Bridgewater will get the start over Locke as Vic Fangio tries to figure out who will be his starting quarterback on a very high potential upside Broncos offense. Speaking of K.J. Hamler, um, K.J. Hamler, he's not Jerry Judy, he's not Cortland Sutton, but he's at least the third wide receiver for the Broncos. Um, he's a perfect candidate for best ball. If you play best ball, K.J. Hamler is just a solid, solid late wide receiver to take on your team because he's going to have boom weeks, and when he has those boom weeks, he's going to score you a bunch of fancy points. Would I want him on a redraft team? Maybe as a bye week flyer, but just... If something happens to Sun or Judy, though, K.J. Hamler's uh, stock is through the roof. And uh, Broncos backup running back Javante Williams is going to steal the job from Melvin Gordon. Uh, it's just inevitable. Melvin Gordon dealing with a groin injury. Uh, he's older. He's kind of slow in some regards to his game. But Javante Williams is just so much more electric to watch. Let's talk Saints. Ravens. Um, Jameson Hill and Jameis did not play great either way. Looking at the stat lines, Jameis did throw a touchdown, but Taysom and him both threw interceptions. Neither was super accurate. I just, if you're asking me who was probably better for fantasy, probably Taysom because he has that rushing upside. Jameis is going to throw a ton, but he's also going to throw interceptions. But he still was a top fantasy quarterback when he threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions so I guess that's a moot point uh the Saints receiving corp without uh Michael Thomas's wolf uh I I would not invest any high draft pick in Traquan Smith Marquez Callaway uh Deontay Harris whoever else is receiving for that team I just the Saints could be bad and that could affect Kamara but I think Kamara is still going to be a top five fantasy running back 
regardless of this situation. And then uh, the Ravens' defense uh, might be the best in the AFC. They are just monsters all around, especially linebacker Patrick Queen. He is just vicious to watch. And uh, the Ravens might be one of the best fantasy defenses in uh, fantasy football. Let's talk uh, Jaguars, Browns. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked good. Uh, if you ask me right now, I think he's a solid backup quarterback. He's not going to be your starter. I would not want to start him as my starting quarterback in redraft. But Trevor Lawrence is definitely a good late-round pick to pair up with like maybe a Tom Brady, a Ryan Tannehill. You're not like a late round, like you take one of those older quarterbacks that give you a little rushing upside because you know Brady will do his quarterback sneaks and Tannehill will run in from the five. But like Trevor Lawrence is like the perfect, like middle ground quarterback potential. Like he could ball out on Jacksonville. Speaking of balling out, Marvin Jones is the best value on this team. Um, Lawrence. Seemed to rely on the veteran uh, Marvin Jones, and Marvin had a heck of a great grab where he leaped up and caught it and then planted his feet and got down. He Marvin Jones has always been electric ever since he played in the NFL from Cincinnati, Detroit, now Jacksonville. I think Marvin Jones is the best receiver to get on Jacksonville over Chanel, over DJ Chark. I want Marvin Jones. And then uh, a little note on the Browns. I think Davin... Peoples-Jones of the Michigan Wolverines uh, has great dynasty appeal. I think once uh, Landry and Odell move on, Donovan Peoples-Jones or DPJ is going to be one of the best young wide receivers in the league. And um, I would buy him in dynasty if you're doing dynasty league. Uh, I think he's a great mid to late round pick. Um, let's talk Bengals, Buccaneers. Uh, why the heck was Tom Brady playing? And then he took a sack and everyone shuddered in fear that one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time was going to get injured in the preseason. Get him the heck out of there. Why is Tom Brady playing the preseason? I mean, I know he loves football, but good Lord, Tom, you need to protect those knees, bro. Uh, Tyler Johnson, Buccaneers wide receiver, uh, I really like him in Dynasty. I think once he gets past Godwin, A.B., Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, I mean, he's buried on that depth chart. But Tyler Johnson, just keep an eye on him, folks. And then uh, if you ask me who I want between T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd, I like T. Higgins the most. I think him and Joe Burrow had a really great rapport together and just the Clemson product is going to blow up this year. I mean, if he hasn't already, he is going to just go nuclear. All the money is on Jamar Chase because of the connection he has with Joe Burrow. But in my opinion, T Higgins is going to lead the Bengals in receptions, targets, and touchdowns. Let's talk Jets versus Giants. Zach Wilson has quarterback two upside. Don't take him as your first quarterback. Take him as your second quarterback. You know, pair him with, like I've been saying, a Brady, a Tannehill, a Roethlisberger, 
And uh, I think he's going to have good upside week to week because, you know, he's starting. Uh, you don't have to wait for him like Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Him and Trevor Lawrence, you can start those guys week one if you have to. Good for Superflex. I think good for Dynasty. We'll have to see how his first year goes. But Zach Wilson, um, buy low. Corey Davis, former Tennessee Titan, he is going to get fed. Zach Wilson is going to rely on veteran receiver like Corey Davis. And I think Corey Davis is going to be the best receiver for the Jets, which, I mean, is a hard, hard bar to pass. But, I mean, there is the potential of Elijah Moore. But Corey Davis, I think he's going to get peppered with targets week in and week out. And then a sneaky ad for week one. Now, don't all go do this at once. Devontae Booker, backup running back to New York Giants. If Barkley's limited and or out week one, I mean, Devontae Booker will probably get the start. And you could start him. I mean, he's going up against the Broncos defense, which I don't want to wish on anyone. But, I mean, if Barkley gets hurt, Booker will be a starting running back in the NFL. Will be more of a committee possibly I don't know how Joe Judge runs his offense but just keep an eye on Devontae Booker let's talk Texans bucket uh, Packers Philip Lindsay um is he the RB1 question mark uh David Johnson has talked about a lack of passing work for him apparently he's the third down back for the Texans Philip Lindsay former Denver Bronco big old Orange Afro, if you remember him. Do I want to invest in Philip Lindsay? Maybe as a bench running back. I don't want to start him as my RB2. God knows, not my RB1. But as a bench piece, I think Philip Lindsay actually has decent flex appeal by week fill in uh, potential. Speaking of the Texans, Nico Collins, wide receiver, Houston Texans. Um, Michigan standout player didn't play last year because of COVID. Um, I think he has flex appeal. I honestly think he could lead the team targets over Brandon Cooks. Um, I think either Tyrod Taylor or Davis Mills is going to rely on Nico Collins because he's a big body. He's strong. He just uh, barrels through defenders and just Nico Collins. uh, Great pick in Dynasty, too. On the Packers side, Jordan Love looked legit. I mean, he was accurate. He threw a nice ball. I think the Packers are in good hands after Rodgers leaves or gets traded or goes to free agency. Jordan Love, we'll see what he does week two against the Jets, but Jordan Love, um, I think the Packers might have made the right choice there. Is he Mahomesian? Not a chance, but... Could he be a great quarterback in the NFL? Sure. Uh, let's briefly talk about Devin Funches. Uh, he's back. He took last year off because of COVID. Um, I think Devin Funches could be a wide receiver three slash four on your offense. Um, I liked him at Carolina. I just also Michigan wide receiver. We're talking Michigan wide receivers this segment. Um, but yeah, Devin Funches by low? Question mark? Uh, briefly on 49ers Chiefs, I only had two fiends of note. 
Trey Lance was electric. Um, that deep touchdown pass to Trent Sherfield, a beauty of a pass. Um, Trey Lance is so fun to watch. I kind of reminds me of Russell Wilson, though he's a little more built than Russell Wilson, but I don't know. I just really like Trey Lance. And I, I I kind of want to tell you all to just draft him at the end of your draft as a little just keepsake. Like, oh, I'll just keep him here in case he balls out. I mean, are you going to start him over Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, etc.? No. Would you start him over like a Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence? Sure. And then briefly, Trent Sherfield, the guy who caught the touchdown from Trey Lance, just intrigues me. I don't know if he's going to start at all or if he's made the third wide receiver for Kyle Shanahan. But the kid was wearing 81, you know, who wore 81 San Francisco, Terrell Owens, um, which is kind of surprising they haven't retired his number, but that's a topic for another day. I'm just really intrigued by him and kind of just wonder what his dynasty appeal is. Uh, Briefly on Seahawks, Raiders, I didn't really see anything from the Raiders. I mean, Nathan Peterman played the entire game, so you can thank John Gruden for that. But DJ Dallas had a touchdown run. I think it was on a reception. It was so hype. He just bare, like blitzed through the defense and just, just went flying to the end zone. He looked electric. He was fast, efficient, strong. And then uh, the other no, Geno Smith got a concussion, and it was a nasty hit from the Raiders' defensive men. Um, he just hit that turf real hard, and I hope Geno Smith's all right. Because I actually liked watching him play uh, at West Virginia. So thoughts go out to Geno Smith. Uh, we're almost done, folks. Let's just talk Chargers-Rams. Um, Larry Roundtree is the handcuff for Austin Eckler. Um Rookie running back, Chargers backfield is crowded with him, Justin Jackson, and Joshua Kelly. But Larry Roundtree, to me, looks like the man in the backfield besides Eckler. Um, he looked good. Josh Palmer is a sleeper. Um, like I've been saying, he's not Keenan Allen. He's not Mike Williams, but you know Mike Williams is always hurt. But Josh Palmer, uh, keep an eye on him this season because I think he could blow up. And then uh, shout-out to Sean McVay. He didn't play in the starters, so I have nothing to note on any of the Rams starters, and I probably won't for our Week 2 recap either. So thanks, McVay. Uh, Really appreciate you doing that. But it was nice to see Matthew Stafford get interviewed. And then finally, 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 the team I care about the most, my Indianapolis Colts. Um, it was Jacob Eason versus Sam Ellinger, and uh, it was quite the battle. Uh, Jacob Eason started the game, uh, had some bad pocket awareness that could be used because of the Colts' offensive line being banged up, but he just looked dazed out there, just waiting for uh, – the pocket to just collapse on him uh but sam ellinger though he was playing more of the second streeners and the bottom of the panthers defense looked legit um good rushing upside accurate passing had one interception but apparently coach reich said uh 
But that was on the receiver running a wrong route for Sam. I think Ellinger might get the start week two against the Vikings because we're just looking for our backup quarterback, but it is quite the battle. Um, here's a name to remember. Mike Strachan, Colts wide receiver. He was either a seventh-round pick or undrafted, but he is tall, he is big, and he is mean. And I think he could have a lot of potential on this offense if he gets a starting role because that kid is going to be something. And then two notes on the Panthers. Uh, Chuba Hubbard looked good. I think he's the backup to CMC. I like his potential if something were to happen to CMC, but I would not like invest a ton of fab in him if something were to happen to CMC. But, you know, the jury is out on that. And then uh, finally, final note, fire up Terrace Marshall Jr. He looked really good. I mean, he... He looked huge out there, and he was just mauling dudes and grabbing passes left and right, and uh, Will Greer and P.J. Walker were relying on him heavily, and he just, by, I keep saying by low, but just keep an eye on Terrace Marshall. He he could have fantasy appeal this season. I really believe that. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this week one preseason uh, recap from yours truly, Eric Walsh, host of the Walsh League Out podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, and I will be back with thoughts on week two next week.